Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted, presented by Be Unique Magazine, because an authentic life is unscripted. Be Unique is a 501c3 charity that works today to change tomorrow. Learn more at our website, beunique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Did you know that Be Unique is a free, non-profit publication? We work today to change tomorrow by bringing you truly amazing guests like the one we'll introduce tonight and by highlighting stories about people all over the world who will astound you. The free digital version is available 24-7 at BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome, everybody. My name is Mary Brotherton. I'm your host for tonight, and my co-host is Jennifer East. We're with Be Unique Magazine and Be Unique Unscripted. Our guest tonight is the internationally renowned marine life wild wild um, and wildlife artist, because I saw something on your website that we're going to talk about soon, uh, Wyland. He is one of the most celebrated and recognized artists of the 20th century, in my opinion. He paints, sculpts, he's a writer, he's a photographer, but what drew us to him is his philanthropy. I found out that he's also a filmmaker, but um, one of the things that people may not, may know about Wyland is he has been famous, he's famous for a lot of his big work, um, such as The Wailing Walls, we're going to talk about that, but he does other large public arts projects. Welcome to the show, Wyland. Yeah, hey, nice to be with you ladies, and um, yeah, I'm just here at my uh, studio here in uh, Laguna Beach, California. I don't know if you guys have been there. It's such a beautiful little town. It's an art colony as well, and uh, it's also where I painted my very first of the 101 uh, whaling walls. Where was the last one painted? Yeah, I actually stopped at 100. Took me 27 years to paint 100 of these ocean murals around the world in 18 countries and throughout the U.S. So I did the last one in Beijing for the Cultural Olympics. Um, you know, I'm the U.S. Olympic artist, so that really worked out well. And then uh, uh, about three months ago, uh, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam and yeah. I uh, painted, painted uh, my 101st. Uh, um, ocean mural featuring uh, the J-Pod of Orcas and uh, Life Size on the Edgewater Hotel in Seattle. Very wow. cool. I yeah, didn't know yeah, and that was, that was a lot of fun. I didn't and know how long did that take to do? That one took uh, three days, and, um, you know, I paint pretty fast, and, you know, when you work for free, you got to work fast. I, I did all those murals as my gift back to uh, communities uh, uh, in cities around the world. And uh, I just felt, you know, that, you know, public art could play a very important role in in conservation, you know, Mm -hmm. that not everyone's going to get a chance to 
swim with a whale like I have. And if I could depict these these great giants, uh, life-size, uh, on the sides of buildings, I could raise awareness and possibly cause action towards uh, conservation of our our oceans. And, you know, it's been a great project. I can't imagine I think you that you're able to do that in three days. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say. That's I'm insane. fast too, though. And you know, if it's a bigger wall, I just use bigger brushes. And uh, Eddie Vedder, to my surprise, you know, he told me he'd done some graffiti in his early days. Uh, he actually was a pretty good uh, with a spray gun. I was impressed. And what we did is, he jumped on the scaffolding with me, and we painted uh, a 30-foot male orca. And oh, wow. you know, his wife came came out to watch too, and his two daughters. So I said, well, why don't I add them to the to the mural so i painted uh the v pod the better pod and we created our own pod of orcas, uh, on the side of the building and he was so stoked with that he uh yeah he just couldn't believe it can I, we I can, see I the work um, on your website are we are we able to see that on your website yeah, or you know is what? There, okay it's it's funny um if you guys just go to wyland facebook it's the first thing first or second thing up there you can actually watch a short film that Park West uh, did, and it's beautiful. It's about six minutes, but it's the whole wall in a little short documentary, and Eddie Vedder's tremendous in it. You know, he said that he compared it to, um, you know, recording with, you know, great uh, musicians and, and uh, you know, playing live with these bands. He, he was invited in you know, to paint the wall with me. And it, he said it felt very much like that. So if you guys go to Wyland Facebook, I hope you all will and check it out. Uh, you'll be able to see the progression and see the entire wall finished in three days. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good size wall. And the, the difficulty is that it actually hangs out over the water, over Elliott Bay. And you could actually see the orcas from the scaffold. So the orcas oh, may... Wow be able to swim by and see themselves depicted life-size on the side of the uh, the Edgewater Hotel. That is really, really cool. I'm going to, yeah, I'm actually going to, my, my son lives in Seattle. I'm going to have him snap some shots for me and send it. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty famous hotel. It's where the Beatles used to fish out the window and Led Zeppelin threw the TV out out their window you can fish from your window at this hotel and uh a funny story is after i did the mural um you know i was getting ready to leave the hotel and get on my ship norwegian bliss which is actually right there at the port of seattle right next to the edgewater and uh, it's a ship that i had painted you know the entire hull of uh of norwegian bliss but anyway i was getting ready to leave and um uh, uh, Pearl Jam has their own suite there So I asked the, the housekeeper To let me look at it And I got a little jealous I gotta tell you So I went back in my suite with some paint And I tagged the entire room without telling them I just painted uh, <laughs> <laughs> The bathroom had red walls So I painted a giant octopus Just wrapped around the entire Bathroom walls And uh, I did a um 20-foot orca breaching across the living room. And so I made my own Wyland suite. Well, I didn't tell them. I just got on my ship, and and they went dark for about five days. And finally, they got a text to me in Alaska, and they said they love it. And I now have a Wyland suite at the Edgewater. 
Good for you. That's so cool. Well, what are, now, what you do know, they say? Sometimes it's easier to get forgiveness than permission. Yes, but exactly. I can guarantee you that if I tried to paint a hotel wall anywhere, they'd have me in jail or be charging me to fix it. Well, I, I, I only no left them one. I left them one text. I said, "Hey, I got to get on my ship, Norwegian Bliss." But I left a million dollars in the room for you. That's right. You did. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they thought they, that they was can, pretty funny can, uh, and true. Am, by the way, I am sure they can charge a premium for that room now. Yeah, I guess they doubled the price. So sorry about that, all you folks that are staying at the Edgewater. But hey, at least you get some nice artwork on the wall. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would mind paying extra to stay in a room filled with your artwork. I really don't. No, it's, um, it's pretty cool. I think you guys will enjoy it. I hope you'll check it out one day. So I wanted to ask you. Um, I'm kind of dancing around with some of the questions I had kind of planned, um, but I want to know. Of all of your work, I mean, you've done a lot of things, not just um, the murals. You do bronze tables, and you do um, a lot of other kinds of smaller works. But is there something that you finished and you thought, yeah, that's really it? Was that the, ho- the, the suite? Is that how you felt? Well, yeah, when you, you don't do it. <clears throat> well, well, currently I'm doing a lot of street art, and apparently I inspired a lot of the you know, current street artists that uh, are painting today. Um, you know, I've been doing my murals for over 40 years. So a lot of these great artists like uh, OG Slick from Compton, he actually came down Laguna to visit me and told me that, you know, when he was a kid growing up in Hawaii, I was his favorite artist, inspired him to be a street artist. Well, I thought to myself, well, why am I not doing street art on canvas, fine art? So he showed me a few tricks. I went down to his place in Compton and, and uh, did a little bit of graffiti, and we're going to paint some murals. We already did paint three at the Ohana Music Festival in Dana Point a few months ago, and, uh, man, the guy's a ripper. So, uh, it, it, it was, you know, I was really honored to hear that. So street art, um, I majored in sculpture, so my plan is to do 100 uh, monumental sculptures in 100 great cities. Uh, 10 of them will be underwater, so you'll have to snorkel or dive uh, to see these. But that's my next big uh, public art project. Very cool. Wow. You um, yeah. also focus, you've got, um, I saw on your website, the the big five, you know, because you don't oh, just yeah, you focus saw that. Yeah. see oh, them. Yeah, sure. I saw that. Yeah, you want I to tell was, us about that I a little was, bit? Sure. I was uh, sorry to cut in there on you. It's, it's a little okay. distance between Florida and uh, California, but no, I actually um, always wanted to go to uh, Africa on safari. So uh, about a year and a half ago, I went to Kenya and uh, in 11 days, I think I photographed every animal in Africa, except maybe a unicorn. <laughs> I couldn't find one of those, but I can paint one. <laughs> But uh, so I, the, the goal was to, you know, photograph the big five and create some fine art photography. And um, I shot over 20,000 images and a lot of film and a video, too. So anyway, it was amazing. I encourage everybody to uh, to go to Africa and, and see uh, the wildlife there. You know, um, who knows how long it's going to be around, you know, the way that 
the way it's going, but oh, it was spectacular. And you, you'll see a lot of that appearing in my paintings and sculptures and maybe some of the street art that I'm doing, you know, today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked about your big art because, I, I mean, I know, and I know that a lot of our listeners may not know this, in addition to the Wailing Walls, which is one of the large, I think it is the largest public arts project so far. Um, I think it's the largest pub, public art project in the, in history. So I know I uh, two of the murals ended up in the Guinness Book of World Records, the largest ever painted. So The, the three-acre mural at Long Beach, right? Right. That one was uh, inducted into the uh, into the Guinness Book of World Records, and uh, I actually added to it a few few years later. I always looked at the top on the roof of the uh, the round, uh, you know, the uh, sports um, arena, and I said, I want to paint the earth up there. So on Earth Day, I kind of hit up the mayor of uh, Long Beach, uh, Bob, and I said hey, tomorrow's Earth Day. What do you think if I paint the largest Earth on Earth up on top of this building? He says, that sounds good. I go, is that an approval? He goes, I guess so. <laughs> so we brought up 4,000 gallons of paint up on the roof, and in 24-hour marathon, I painted the largest Earth portrait of Earth, a view from space, the blue marble. And, uh, yeah, that was quite a marathon. And, you know, if you go to Wyland YouTube, you can see a lot of these things uh, like that. I also paint uh, underwater. I do the actual painting under the sea. You know, uh, I did a painting of uh, Jacques Cousteau in the Aquarius uh, in, in the Florida Keys at 70 feet below the surface. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I've never had to get a real job, you guys. I I've been an artist since I was four, and, you know, I had a first-grade teacher kind of caught me drawing in the back of the class, and we drew together for an hour, and she said at the end, you know, Wyland, you could be a great artist, and that really, you know, inspired me. So that's why really with my foundation, we try to really put a lot of light on young people and kids and encourage them whenever we can. I can understand that. that it's so important. Because a lot of children don't appreciate, they don't understand if someone says, um, you know, they don't understand criticism. Um, no, and you know, um, yeah, Go for ahead. the environment, I always say if you want to protect the environment today, talk to us. If you want to protect it for the future, we need to get our, our youth, get our kids involved, you know, and so the Wyland Foundation, really, our primary focus is passing on, you know, everything we learn, all our knowledge, art, and science, and putting it in the hearts and minds of our, our youth. And we've been doing that 26 years now. Wow. Wow. You mentioned that you worked with Eddie Vetter, and you also worked with OG Slick. Do you usually get someone to help you? Like when you did that big um, the earth on the top of the sports center, in 24 hours, how many people does it actually take to create one of your big masterpieces? Well, generally, I do all the painting. That way, I don't have to fix it. <laughs> so I love it. You know, it's, yeah. So I I love to do all the painting, but I have an army of volunteers that crack open the paint and hand it to me so I can throw it or 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 gotcha. you know spray it or roll it or whatever. So you know, I I. The whole Wailing Wall project, a lot of my public art is uh, really 
uh, about how the volunteers uh, came together to gift this uh, this public art to communities, and you know they're really the backbone of of my uh, you know my public art that I've been doing for ooh, over 30 years now. So the volunteers, a big salute to them, and you know I'm a volunteer too. You know uh, I just feel it's important that when you have a cause that you care about, you need you need to you know make it make it happen. That was my vision that art could play a very mm-hmm. important role in in bringing awareness and causing action for the uh, the problems that we face with you know um, well for instance the plastic the the oil spill uh, that really pissed me off to say the least. I was so mad about that oil spill in New Orleans that I I wrote sixty original. Uh, songs and I created a blues album called Blues Planet. Three of them. We recorded 48 oh, wow. songs in five days, original blues songs and three documentary films. Now, can we buy those albums? Yeah, absolutely. It's called Blues Planet, and um, you just go under Wyland. You know, Wyland. Uh, it's a, you know my band actually. It's an all-star band with Taj Mahal and all the great legends of blues are on this thing. John Clary on piano, Rod Piazza and the Mighty Flyers, Nick I from Common Sense, Willie Kay, Amy Gilliam, 38, um, Elfio Marcellus. I mean, my horn section was like all-star horn section. We had 12 horn players on that, on that record. Wow. And it was cool. Cause, um, you know, I wrote all the lyrics, all the music, and then let the band do their thing. And it was on the anniversary of the uh, golf oil spill that we recorded it. So the band and I were really feeling, you know, this music and, and it could have been really corny, but it's not, it's really good blues. So blues planet guys, if you want to try to, uh, yeah, it's in most of the places where you buy music. Okay. I want to check into that Why, because I do like me some good blues. Well, and yeah, what we can do Wyland, is, Records, Wyland Records, Wyland Records, Wyland Records. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're, we'll go ahead and make sure that we have this information. Um, we have a, you know, our, our listing on the podcast, so people can actually go and click right away and check it out. So I'll make yeah. sure that those links well, you guys are all can available. Play some. If you guys are just recording this now, or I don't know if it's live, but you can scoop some up. There's a song called Little Ocean Pearl that you'll love. And, uh, and a lot of these songs have a music video that I created, uh, you know, on the Island Fate. Um, Wineland YouTube. So, okay, so we'll make yep. sure we have links to those as well. So I'll get the YouTube. Awesome. As well. Yep, we can find those. Yep, Wyland, we will make sure. What is the smallest piece of art you've ever done? I did some stamps for the United Nations to raise awareness about uh, the International Year of the Oceans and and water. Uh, so I've done some small things like that. Um, the UN is actually our official partner in the uh, Wyland World Water Pledge, uh, where we're trying to inspire all 7 billion people to be water wise. So, you know, what I try to do is think as big as I can, because I remember when Disney said, you know, if you can do it, uh, if you can dream it, you can do it. And yes. that inspired me to think big. And I, I've always tried to think big. It takes just the amount of time and energy to think small. So why not go as big as you can? I agree. I do agree. 
Um, I actually want to ask you a little bit more about that water pledge, but we're going to take a little break because I've got to get a drink of water. Cool. Um, just hang on one second. I'm going to click a little button over here, and we'll be right back. Okay, sounds good. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome back. Jennifer and I are here with conservationist, artist, musician, filmmaker. Um, I think the man's got more hats than I do. Wyland, he is the man behind the Wailing Walls, one of the, the biggest public arts work in history. And Wyland, I'd love for you to tell our listeners about your water pledge, World Water Pledge and how everybody can get involved. Well, it started out that um, we we were working with the mayors in America to um, to encourage uh, the citizens to conserve, protect, and respect our water. You know, water is going to be the most important issue of the 21st century. It is. Without water, you know, nothing else matters. We can't live without water. We can live without oil. can live without a lot of things, but you cannot live without water. So I've been on this water issue for over 40 years myself. And the Wyland Foundation is really, I think, rightly so focused on trying to encourage people to take care of our water. So we do every April for Earth Earth Month, April, we, for the entire month, we encourage uh, and join with all the mayors to inspire people to be water wise. So real simple, you can just go to Wyland.com and then go to the Wyland Foundation. You can see the uh, water pledge. But, uh, you know, it's really powerful. We have over, I think, 14 billion gallons of water pledges uh, from people throughout the 50 states. And now we've taken it global because, you know, I kind of thought, hey, you know, to protect our water here, we need to protect it in China and other places in the world. You know, all the water on Earth you know, recycles. So, um, you know, to protect our water, we need to protect all of it. So with the UN, we're bringing the Wyland World Water Pledge. And um, anyway, it's it's been very powerful, and we, we keep building on it. And now you guys are hearing us first, but uh, we hopefully will be working with Mission Blue and Dr. Sylvia Earle, who is uh, – uh, chief scientist for National Geographic and the Wyland Foundation. She's the scientist, I'm the artist, but Sylvia has done an amazing job with uh, Mission Blue, and I hope you guys will go to that website and check it out. But they have Absolutely. these hope spots. She, she's created these uh, hope spots, which, um, you know, she calls the ocean the heart of the planet, and you got to protect your heart. So 
she's been very successful in getting all these protected areas of the ocean. Well, so I'm going to be meeting with her next week and talking about to protect the ocean. We need to protect our freshwater habitats, our, our lakes, rivers, streams, ponds, and wetlands, mm-hmm. which you know, the rivers are the arteries. So if you want to protect the art, you got to think about the arteries. And, and she's the one that really inspired me to think this way. But the Wyland Foundation uh, realizes that uh, we want to encourage people to be um, citizen scientists, really, and, and identify different water habitats and then take a take action to ensure that we keep them, you know, clean and healthy. At the end of the day, you know, every drop of water is connected to the next one. And so we're really focused on that and uh, pretty excited about this, this new uh, program that really falls under the Wyland World Water Pledge. And you mentioned uh, uh, what was going to be my next question. I guess I should have back, flipped them around. The National okay. Waters Challenge. I mean, Mayor's Challenge. Right. Right. Tell us a little well, bit more about that. A few, sure. It, it started in South Florida, you know, uh, with just a few mayors. And I didn't realize how competitive mayors are in cities. <laughs> so we put out this challenge to see who could make the most water pledges with their citizens. And then uh, it just kept growing. So now we're eight years in, and uh, virtually all the mayors across the nation, you know, are uh, joining this this wonderful uh, opportunity to, as I say, conserve, protect, and respect our water. And by by conserving water, you, you conserve, you protect, and you respect. But most importantly, by saving water, you save. You save uh, water, you save energy, you save money, you save the planet. And the matrix behind it are tremendous because we can actually figure out how much water each individual person pledging to do small things that really add up. And you can actually total up how much uh, water they're saving, how much energy, how much money. And uh, when you add it all together, you know, it's it's billions of gallons, and we want to get to trillions of gallons, and that's why we're taking it worldwide. Well, I know there are simple, simple things that people can do, like not running the water while they're brushing their teeth, that that's, people that's don't and, always and, think about. Sure. And when you're washing uh, your your dishes to put them in the uh, to put them in the dishwasher, don't wash them; just put them in there and. You know, little things like that, finding leaks is a big one, you know, be water detectives. But people need to be water-wise. And if everybody does a little bit, it really adds up. So uh, our target is uh, all 7.5 billion people on Earth. There's that thing about thinking big. But, you know, these are big problems, so they're going to require all of us uh, to to be active and and get out in front of these issues before, you know, we get, get a water crisis, which we've had. And we will continue to have unless people are active and proactive in um, conserving water. The truth of the matter is we have plenty of water, but we're not taking care of it. We need to, okay. we need to conserve it and take care of it. Exactly. And I, exactly. Think, I think just that message that a lot of people, um, they'll think to themselves, oh, they'll say to other people, well, I, I, won't, I don't really matter. It doesn't really make a difference if, I, if it's just me. But then when you start... Um, and that's something we always talk about, that 
each person is so important because all of us together make a huge impact. And yeah, you and know what? It's kind of fun to be honest. It's kind of fun being part of a community that really, you know, gives a crap about, um, you know, you know, the health of the planet because clean water and healthy oceans, you know, it's not only important to the fish, to the whales that I paint, but it's important to each and every person on earth. It's tied directly to our health. And, um, you know, it's not getting any better, but, uh, there is some positive stuff here though. And, and, you know, I, I'm a gentle environmentalist guys. I'm not a screaming lunatic. I'm positive. I think, at the end of the day, we're, we're, we've got a lot of positive things. Our air is cleaner today than it was uh, with the EPA and, and other great organizations. Our water is cleaner. The land is, is, is better. It's not perfect. We've got a long way to go. But for America's part, I think we're doing pretty good. And uh, there's some other countries that are even doing better. And there's a lot of countries that are doing worse. So what it really needs is uh, it needs a global effort to empower people mm-hmm. to be ambassadors for a, a, a healthy uh, world for for all of us and not be selfish. Exactly. We 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 actually um, I feel like sometimes we're we're at the same in the same boat with you. We try and keep everything on a positive note. Um, because I feel like, you know, screaming and yelling at people and, and, and going that, that way sometimes irritates people even more. But, but if we can show them well, how to be does. better humans, you know, yeah, and if, how. If you, and, want something, if you want something to be sustainable, you're exactly right, then make it fun. Exactly. <laughs> if it's not fun, and make it, it won't be very sustainable. No. Right. And, and you're making it beautiful and fun. So it's like, like you said, it, um, when people, I feel like when they when they learn and they they get to know it, it makes decision making so much easier. So totally, um, totally. So plant those seeds uh, in the mm-hmm. hearts and minds. Uh, you know, I love the kids mm-hmm. because when they learn something and they go home and tell their parents, "Hey, if you turn that off when you're shaving or brushing your teeth, you know, we can save this much water." And they come up with the facts now. I mean, you can literally check out the. the the Wyland National Mayor's Challenge for Water, and it kind of runs down how much water you're actually saving by pledging to do these things. Well, if the kids come home with it, they're the most mm-hmm. powerful uh, ambassadors. Um, you know, our generation, they probably, they might not listen to me, but they will listen to their kids. Definitely. Exactly. Because kids can be little nags without even realizing it, and they're so cute and sweet about it. And, and you know, well, we were yeah, talking just before look- the show, you know, we yeah. were talking before the show about Ryan Hickman. And, oh, um, yeah. Uh-huh. He, I mean, he started when he was three. And he, he just he's so passionate Ryan. about yeah. recycling. And how can you say no to such a charming little kid? You can't. And, uh, He's so authentic. He, he means it. He actually yes. came over to to my headquarters, and he said, oh, no, you're not doing it right. And I let him. I let him straighten us out. I thought we were doing pretty good till we met old recycling Ryan. And, you know, he's such a, a, a youth ambassador, and uh, he's one of my heroes for sure. He uh, He's a world changer, this kid. I, I hope mm-hmm. everybody gets behind him and what he's doing. He uh, He really means what he says. He's on the front line. 
And uh, he's a kid that's inspiring other kids, and he's inspiring me too. Yeah, he inspires kids of all ages. He's just really, he's so passionate about what he does. And he's not, it, it's all authentic. That's what I like about it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love the guy. He's got great parents. Um, I'm very encouraged, too, after uh, painting with over a million kids. I go, you know, people say, well, what are you most proud of? Well, I'm proud of that I've been able to, when I'm doing a project anywhere in the world, I invite the kids to come and paint with me, and I count them now, million one, million two. But what I'm really proud of is that these these kids, uh, they're really hungry for, um, they don't want to be on the sidelines like Ryan. They they want to take action. They want to make a difference. They want to be world changers. And we need to encourage that whenever whenever we can, you know. And one of my other big missions with the Wyland Foundation is, I'm starting to see art and music. I have been for years uh, disappear, starting to disappear from our from our schools, and uh, that's unacceptable. I mean, every classroom in America should have art, and whether you're going to be an artist like me or um, it doesn't matter. Art drives creativity, right? Yes. It's the driver, and that will influence your creative process, creative thinking. Uh, in any career that you choose. So art and music, uh, we need to really support that. You know, everybody listening here, make sure that your schools have it and that you support it in any way you can. And I'm writing a book about it called Saving Art Education in America right now. When do you anticipate releasing the book, Mylon? Uh, in 2020, next year, the book will be out, and I'm going to interview a lot of teachers, but, you know, stem the steam. We need to keep art, you know, front center with all the other curriculums. If we're going to invest yeah. in anything here, uh, we need to invest in education and also, you know, the environment. These are the things that Wyland Foundation and our partners are really focused on, you know, and always will be. Good to, good to hear, because... I would be lost without both art and music. I play the radio really, really well, and my drawings don't look like whales, but they make me happy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, I was really lucky. You know, I, I remember my mom, Darlene, said, uh, you know, I have three brothers. She raised four boys by herself. And my that's brothers wrong. and my mom, you know, all worked in factories. And, uh, um, my mom came to me and said, hey, are you going to get a job? Because your, your brothers, you know, they're all, they all have jobs. I said, I have a job. I'm an artist. And she went, okay, okay. So from wow. that point on, you know, yeah, I just decided early Good. on that I was going to be an artist. Uh, I had no Good idea. Good job, Darlene. Like this. Yeah, yay, mom, right? And I'll tell you a quick yeah. story. So. I was the artist uh, for the restoration of the Statue of Liberty uh, for Hawaii, and Peter Max was for New York. So uh, anyway, I, I, I was flown there, and um, anyway, I had a chance to meet uh, Lee Iacocca for the unveiling of the restoration of the Statue of Liberty. And I said, you know, my mom used to work for you. You know, uh, he was, the, you know, of course, the chairman of Chrysler. And he goes, oh, mm-hmm. really? I said, yes. My mom was the first woman forklift driver in the auto industry, and he goes, Darlene. He knew her name. <laughs> That's like, wonderful. 
It was wonderful. I told my mom that story, and she really grinned. She's like, really? Oh, yep. That's good to awesome. be memorable. That's, that's a great Yay, story. Charlene. <laughs> so, guys, I get up every day, and I make art. I mean, I got to have the best job on the planet, seriously. I, You know, I just get up. I'm inspired. I live on the beach. I mean, I, I'm a diver. I spent my whole life diving all the world's oceans, uh, Antarctica, the Arctic all over and I take all that beauty that I see in the ocean and, and it's, it inspires me, you know, in my painting sculptures, the murals, the music that I make, the films that I do. I really have never worked a day in my life. I mean, it's just um, kind of a, a lifestyle brand. It's kind of a hobby that got out of control. And uh, if I have a chance to, uh, to use my art to inspire other people, then I'm, I'm always going to do that first. And your art is inspiring. Oh, thanks, you guys. Well, I'm having a lot of fun with it, you know, and uh, the innovation's the best part, you know, when you try something and it works and you can have that little moment, you know, that little yeah. light goes on. You go, all right, that's going to work. What's but, your favorite uh, you know, medium? Uh, favorite, favorite medium? All of them, but I don't know, sculpture. I, I love sculpture, but I, I love to paint too. So uh, the murals are easy. Everything's pretty easy. I, I, I want to say that I struggled, but I I don't believe in the angry, bohemian, starving artist. I, I thought, what the hell? Why can't you be a, you know, fun, having a great time, you know, have a great life artist? So I've always, you know, kind of looked at the positive things you know, in life and in nature. And that's kind of what comes through in my, in my art, you know, at Wyoming. It does. It really does come through. Um, I need to take another break. And when we come back, I want to talk more about the Wyland Foundation. Perfect. I'm inspired to give back by the many individuals who are making a difference and taking steps to make the world better. Many people are tackling problems by themselves and thinking they are all alone in their efforts to make a change. I want them to know they are not going unnoticed. The world is watching. I'm part of a team helping to project their voices on a global scale. Small charities and solo entrepreneurs are doing amazing things but don't have the budgets to market themselves. Like many people, I once struggled in a variety of jobs I didn't care for. So I decided to find a new way to give back, to pay it forward, and to be the change. While some people my age are considering retirement, I've joined other professionals to create and manage a nonprofit organization called Peace Corps. The words that create our name tell only a small part of our giving story. We are philanthropists, educators, activists. We are compassionate, evolving, charitable, optimistic, responsible, and enthusiastic. We created Peace Corps so we can use our natural talents to help others. We work with nonprofits, individuals, and for-profit organizations that have a philanthropic outlook. Peace Corps uses several tools to give a voice to those that otherwise might not be known outside their small local circles. Be Unique magazine is released monthly and printed on demand. This digital interactive publication doubled in size within five months. During that same time, it attracted almost 60 volunteers from 12 countries and across the USA. These volunteers are professionals. 
their performers and writers, editors, researchers, videographers, photographers, crew members, and so much more. Coffee or tea, no phones allowed. This fun show is hosted by millennials and provides insight into what they're thinking, but it's by no means intended to appeal only to that generation, as evidenced by their topics and their guests. Because our volunteers know that we are giving 100% of our beings to this organization, they are meeting us on our terms. Nobody earns anything. Yet we all work as if we are earning six-figure incomes. That is the epitome of giving. Curating the stories and creating a high-quality literary-style publication that not only highlights the good work of others, but projects positivity and inspiration gives me purpose. By giving myself to this organization, others want to give to Peace Corps. We have created a global giving circle. Welcome back to Be Unique Unscripted. I am Mary with my co-host Jennifer. We're talking with conservationist and amazing artist Wyland. Um, he established the Wyland Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting, protecting, and preserving the world's oceans, waterways, and marine life. And now he's also working to help protect some of the other land animals as well. The foundation encourages environmental awareness through education programs, public arts projects, and community events. And that's what I want to talk about. What are some of the amazing things and programs that the Wyland Foundation has for people? Well, um, our legacy programs really is all about uh, the water, you know, conserving our, our water, you know, not only in the U.S., but around the world and the importance of freshwater and saltwater habitats and encouraging people to be water wise and encouraging people to take action to ensure that we have this resource uh, now and in the future, you know, getting in front of the water crisis and the issue regarding uh, water and plastic in the ocean and <clears throat> so that's that's our really big one and then uh, the other one is uh art education we we want to support art and music education and ensure that we have that for you know all our students um hmm. very big one is uh we have this mobile learning experience and we put over a million kids uh, through it it's a, it's a mobile learning uh uh from National Van Lines that has a theater and, the, you know, the kids all go through uh, the water cycle and they come out and clean water. They can make water pledges. But, yeah, they, they're little drops of water and they go through the whole water cycle. So a creative way is to engage. The, uh, is that the maze? Yeah, no, the maze is another one. That's what started oh, it. Wow. Yeah, we created a water maze where the kids kind of, spin the water wheel and they learn about water and uh, no, this is actually mobile now. So we take it to underserved communities. We've taken it all over Canada and Mexico and it's really creative. So the kids uh, get to learn all, all everything about water and, you know, what they can do to, uh, to basically make a difference to be ambassadors for it. So that's the investment that, that we've always made and, and of course, the murals. You know, I I like to mm -hmm. go out and paint murals with uh, children all over the world. And uh, right now, at this moment, is uh, we're into the um, 
October 1st to December 1st. Uh, it's called the Wyland National Art Challenge, where we encourage, uh, you know, all the schools and kids to, you know, show us their art with conservation theme. And then uh, there's a mural challenge where they work together to paint a, a mural. And it's a national art challenge. So there's a lot of good rewards. Uh, we also provide canvases and paint to schools and so that's cool, and we added photography, but just trying to keep the creative spirit alive in America, and uh, it, and you know a lot of our programs are global as well. Very cool. So tell me, that's how amazing. can our listeners become involved with your foundation? Yeah, guys, we would love to have you. Just go to wyland.com, W-Y-L-A-N-D.com, and find my foundation. It's really easy. It's all right there. And uh, we're, we're actually really um, we're doing some really creative things that that uh, that the world needs right now. We're trying to think big but act locally, and you know we work with some of the top scientists on Earth, like uh, Dr. Sylvia Earle uh, is our chief uh, scientist from National Geographic. Dr. Greg Stone, who's going to be our speaker this Sunday at the 26th anniversary of the Wyland Foundation. So we work with some of the top scientists, and, you know, we're a grassroots 501c3 uh, nonprofit, 26 years in, uh, reaching millions of kids throughout the U.S. and around the world. Um, we're really making a lot of headway to uh, encouraging people like Ryan, who's, you know, one of our ambassadors and, and others, to uh, to really put their voices together to to make a difference out there. So... If you guys want to support the Wyland Foundation, we'd love to have you. You mentioned your fundraiser coming up later this week. Um, is there still yep. time for people to get in and to, to yeah. attend? Yeah, if you guys. And that information you is on your attend, website, too. We'll find, sure, we'll find a spot for you. We'd love to have you. Uh, it's in Laguna Beach. Uh, if you go to the website, you can you can see it. and. Yeah, we'd love to have a, you know, every year it pretty much sells out. So um, hopefully you guys can um, attend and, uh, you know, it, we, we talk about all the new programs we're working on and all the success that we're having out there. But we, we can't do anything without our, you know, support from our donors. And, you know, I, I know uh, Toyota's, you know, gives us a, a, a Prius or a Toyota SUV every year to give away. To, um, to a city that makes uh, the most water pledges, and, and that goes to a nonprofit in those cities. We, we really are a small but mighty uh, nonprofit that really does do some really uh, important work out there, and that's, that's what a, a nonprofit should do. You should find your niche. Uh, ours happens to be uh, art, conservation, and community. Um, I noticed when I was looking on your website about your fundraiser that the, the um, organizers are encouraging people to dress in a casual, dressy style because they're doing something down near the water in the morning and then you're having the gala toward the evening. Is that correct? Yeah, every year we do a whale watch. So I lead a whale watch with uh, Dana Wharf. So we take people out on the ocean to see the whales. And uh, it's, it's really a... a great experience all the way around and it's this sunday so if you guys want to join but uh 
I, if you can, I would enjoy enjoy hearing from you, and and uh, would love to to have you guys um, join us on some of our campaigns as we as we continue this foundation for the next twenty five years. We'll definitely be following you. That's for sure. So well, and I'm um, going to follow you guys too because you guys have a lot of heart, and uh, what a what a great. Uh, what a great, nice, uh, you know, uh, group you guys are to, to, you know, have me on. I think we're, we're kind of going in the same direction. It's a lot more fun when people do it together, isn't it? Absolutely. Definitely. It really is. Um, well, you guys are awesome. I, I, I can't wait to do this again. Maybe we can talk next year. Yeah, I, I'd like that. Um <laughs> I know your fundraiser helps with conservation efforts, but can you tell our listeners how exactly, what, what exactly do you do? Um, do you get, take the money you raise at your fundraiser and give it to other organizations? Or do you we do, do some that. Of the work uh, we, we create parks and cities uh, that are water-wise parks. Uh, I personally, with my art, support on the average of 2,000 organizations and individuals, uh, groups and individuals each and every year. I have done that for over 35 years. Wow. We're, we're all about the giving aspect of this. You know, we've been very blessed, very successful uh, in my company, you know, Wyland uh, Gallery. So the give back is, is just part of our mission. And, you know, it's uh, it's something that, we're never going to stop doing even long beyond you know when I pass away I have a family trust set up to continue these legacy programs that uh, are are so successful and so important today you mentioned your galleries I know you have three galleries of your your own or or studios because you mentioned that you have three different residences but your art is actually shown and showcased around the world, isn't it? Yeah, I have like 30 art galleries and we have a really cool website. And so again, if you guys, uh, you know, check out, check us out, you can go to Wyland Galleries, my virtual gallery, but everything I'm doing now um, is to support our, our uh, Wyland Foundation and all these other great organizations. But I, I truly believe that, uh, the work we're doing is, is going to be a legacy for water, um, also Absolutely. a legacy for ensuring that we have art in our schools and a legacy for, for these millions of kids that we've reached so far. And, you know, everybody says, well, are you really having an impact? Well, I mean, a week doesn't go by where some kid who's now now a marine biologist or an artist that's out there or a teacher that just says I was inspired by you you know growing up yeah. you know your mural your art you can't ask for more doll. no that's uh, uh I have so much pride in that and you know whenever I see a kid in uh, in the gallery you know downstairs or wherever I go I, I put light on them you know and I try to inspire them a lot of the kids bring their artwork to Wyland Galleries to show me their work. And, and by the way, some of these kids are better artists than me. I may be out of a job pretty soon. I'm seeing some oh. really great artists, really smart kids like Ryan. He's a perfect example. Um, I don't think it, you have to worry about that, though. I think your work is 
uh, speaks for itself and it's absolutely gorgeous. And I'm hoping that everyone, I did put um, the video that you were talking about on Facebook. I did put it on, on our Facebook and I definitely, I feel like everybody needs to check it out. And I think you're an angel. You're, you're an earth angel, like a warrior earth angel. (laughs) Well, listen, I, um, God, that means a lot to me. And, um, I did write a book for artists called Don't Be a Starving Artist a couple of years ago, and it's free to every artist in the world. And in the beginning, it says, um, you know, start with kindness. Be a nice person. Be a good human being. Because sometimes, you know, in art, you get too big. You get a big head, whatever. So I said, you know, you know, this, this is basically my tips on being a successful artist in the 21st century. The book ends with, the last paragraph is if you have your family and uh, your friends and your health, you have everything. Be grateful. Be grateful. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Life's great. Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of crazy stuff? Yeah. Turn the TV off and immerse yourself in the outdoors. Go outside, walk on the beach, jump in the ocean. You know, it recharges your DNA. You know, turn off that news for a while. Quit drinking the Kool-Aid. Get out there and enjoy yourself. Life's beautiful and so lucky to, you know, be alive. And I think it's the greatest time in history to be alive because you can be a world changer. You can make a difference. You just have to decide that you, you're going to do that. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, it's almost time for our show to end. I want to know, though, is there anything else? That we, I mean, we've covered a lot of material tonight. But yes, something you did. Thank you. Something else you'd like for our listeners to know about you, the foundation, your fundraiser, or conservation in general before we go? Well, I would just say it's not all about me. It's about us. Uh, you know, we're family now, and everybody listening to your show, you guys, you know, go to go to my website, you know, send me a little note, be a friend on Facebook, and God, let's work together for the big picture, which is, you know, a, a healthy, beautiful planet that we all want to be part of. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's really do as much good out there in the universe as we can. And especially if you have a chance to put some light on a kid and inspire them, um, mm-hmm. they appreciate it so much. And th- that's the investment that, that's a real easy one for each and every one of us to make we all need to mentor a child's life and our that child can make a difference yeah in the and world. your school be true to your school you know try to support your school if they don't have art maybe raise some money so they do but think outside the box get rid of the box it's it's a uh, <laughs> this is the greatest time to be alive the only reason i use a box is if i need to stand up and change a light bulb i like it that sounds good to me <laughs> Well, you guys are so cool, and I encourage everybody to keep listening to your show. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you. Do you ever get a chance? Do you ever get a chance to visit the gallery at Port Canaveral? Yeah, I was just there. I just did a show there a couple of weeks ago. No, you didn't. In fact, how, yeah, Elon Musk was uh, Elon Musk was launching a rocket there um, a few years, couple years ago, and. Uh, and uh, one of the guys from the Backstreet Boys, I won't say who, but he's from there. And uh, he said, hey, Elon wants to come to your show. He may pull up here. And I said, that'd be great because I'm a big fan. The guy's a genius. 
and he's oh, coming yeah. up with so many ways uh, for, you know, clean batteries and things like that. So I guess he pulled up there, and there were so many people, you know, he said, oh, no, and he just, yeah, said another time. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's a, that's a, a little tiny gallery there at Fish Lips, but uh, Port Canaveral, we have them at Disney. Um, you know, I have the Wyoming Galleries at Boardwalk. Um, I have galleries all over the country, you guys, and we have a virtual gallery, of course. Well, we're in Central well, Florida. So if you're ever at the one in Disney or Port Canaveral, I would like for you to let me know. You've got my phone number. Text me. Well, I've already scheduled it, so Karen, my assistant, can let you know. And uh, they're already scheduled for next year, and I am going to be, I believe, the official artist for the Disney International Art Show this year in 2020. Very cool. And, uh, Wyland, I will tell you, if you ever want to get to NASA, um, give me a call. I got connections. I will. I'm a big fan of NASA. In fact, I want to be the first artist to go up in space and and see that view that I painted uh, on the top of my largest mural of the Earth, the blue planet. Let's do it. And and if if all all people, you deserve it. I I mean, I would be out there cheering for you to take off. I love, I used to work for um, United Space Alliance. Hey, United Space Alliance people out there. And uh, I worked on the Ares 1X rocket, and I'll tell you what, it is the most exciting place to be when, you know, to be involved in that. that and I would love to see you up there because you would be speaking for all artists. Um, <laughs> well, I would, and, I would certainly represent up there, that's for sure, all humankind. Yeah. I would definitely come back and be inspired to uh, share that, that view uh, and vision uh, with uh, the 7 billion of us that uh, – might not have that opportunity. So, yeah, put me on the list. I'm ready to go. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Well, I can't wait to hear how things are going. And, when you know, when you have some news, have her, have your publicist share it with me. We'll put it on our website. Um, anything that's, that you want us to share with the world, we'll do it. Um, well, I appreciate you too so much. Thanks, thanks for – you know, check it in with me here at my studio and uh, to all the people listening. Thank you for collecting my art. I don't have to get a real job now. <laughs> don't quit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks, God. It was wonderful meeting you, Wyland. Thank you so much. It was much. wonderful talking, and uh, we will definitely do this again. Okay. Aloha, ladies. I'll talk to you soon. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you for listening this evening. We're happy you chose to spend this time with us, and we hope you learned as much as we did. Be sure to come back the first and third Thursday of each month for more exciting guests. And if you'd like us to invite you or someone you know to speak right here, just go to beunique.org and contact us there. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org.